Hello, hello, it's Nadine here, and I'm here with this week's episode of Life, Health, and the Universe. And I'm here on my own today doing a mini episode, so you won't have to hang out with me for too long. Thank you for joining me. Um, Let's get stuck in. So today I thought I would talk a little bit about habits. Now, surprisingly, I haven't really touched on habits very much since I started the podcast. However, it is something that is super important in the work that I do with the clients that I coach. I did touch on habit formation and habit building with my guest a couple of months ago, Wendy Tabat, but uh, other than that, I haven't really spoken about it. And I wanted to share something with you that has popped up in the last couple of days um, and has brought me to this point of talking about habits today. So my experience with habits kind of came about um, organically when I had babies. So I was working in the fitness industry. My life pretty much revolved around work training people, and training myself. We were pretty focused on our health, and I had no idea how much it was going to change when we had babies. I thought that our life would just get on as normal and that we would just be hanging out with the babies in tow. Not quite the case. All of a sudden, I had children, we had children, equals more responsibility and less time. And also, really, just less focus on yourself. And that is when I kind of realized the importance and the value of all of the little things. So all of a sudden, I was going from training, you know, maybe, hmm, I don't know, twice a day sometimes, so eight plus hours a week, down to kind of popping into our home gym for 10 minutes when I got the chance Uh, carrying the baby while I lunged across the kitchen. I can remember doing that. And I started to realize that it was really important that we embraced those pockets of time and that we used them wisely. And it also really made me realize that those little things do add up. We moved to uh, mid-north coast New South Wales, to the countryside from the city almost three years ago. And we've done a fair bit of soul searching, really figuring out what we wanted to do with our work after having a gym that took up so much of our time and our focus for so many years. But I really have a passion for sharing my knowledge and my experiences of health and how to get those healthy habits into our everyday And so back a couple of years ago, I ran this program with my small email list called the Reset Program. And it really focused on the idea of doing one positive thing every day to support your health. It was super simple. So each day I would send a little video and said, drink some water today. Make sure you focus on drinking some water Make sure you go to bed and get a reasonable amount of sleep. Practice 
um, some kind of uh, stress-reducing thing like five minutes of meditation or journaling. And each day, there was a different practice with the idea that after 28 days, we did it in February, after 28 days, you've had 28 days of positive, healthy choices in your life that you may not have got otherwise. Now, I may have talked about this a little bit before, so it might be familiar to you, but I'm really focused on trying to encourage women in particular to embrace those small positive activities that we do because we can't always do the big thing because life is full. There's no doubt about it. And we've got a whole bunch of other things on our plate to think about. So if we can do those little things and they can compound, then we are winning. And we just have to change our mindset a little bit so that we understand that those things, when they add up, are adding up to a better version of ourselves. <clears throat> so since I started coaching in my membership, so I launched my membership in August two years ago, 2020, and we focus on four pillars of health. And what we've been focusing on in more recent times as the membership has progressed is not just what those four pillars are and following the pathway that I've created inside the membership um, for the members to follow some simple action steps. We've also looked at habit design, habit creation. There's that word, create. So we're designing and creating habits. And we're using techniques that come from James Clear, who is the author of Atomic Habits, BJ Fogg, who's the author of Tiny Habits, and Gretchen Rubin, uh, with some techniques and stuff from her book, Better Than Before, which is all about habits. So this is a big part of what I do in my work with my clients. Now, you know, when you have those things that happen in your life, and they're like a gentle reminder of why you're doing the things you do, sometimes I think it can be easy to sort of tell someone what they need to be doing to support them as they design their habits. But really being in their shoes can help to, yeah, remind you of why you're doing it and also help to understand the people you're working with more. Um, so recently, my life just seems to have got busier. I've taken on some new clients. I've just completed um, a course to really focus on helping me uh, bring more members into the membership that I have create. And my focus has been on work, right? And in between my work day, I have my other life stuff. I've got two children, Louis, who's almost, almost eight, and Winnie, who's six six and a half. So there's training people before the school drop off or when the school bus comes. There's making sure the washing's done, making sure the packed lunches are done, cooking meals, working, doing my own training. I've got some of my own habits that I want to try and keep in place. And that is where my aha moment came. I realized that I'm one of those people doing all of the things, one of those women doing all of the things, trying to get 
stuff done. And I noticed that some of my daily habits and rituals are, they're not lost, they're still there, but the focus hasn't been on them as much as it was before. The focus has been on just getting those things done. So I haven't been able to have those things as, I guess, as a priority. And so I'm reminded of the importance of habits. I'm reminded of why I do the work I do, because there are so many benefits to having good habits in our everyday. I'm just going to share three reasons why habits are great. The first one is that we don't have to think about them. So, okay, the example I heard recently was you have to get ready to go out. You've got to put your shoes on. You've got to do your shoelaces up. It becomes automatic. You don't even think about it, right? That is a habit. It becomes automatic. And when things become automatic, we don't have to think about them. So if we've got more important things to think about, like, getting the kids to school or stopping them from arguing or whatever it is, we don't have to put as much energy into the habit. So if we can create our healthy habits with that in mind in a way that just makes them automatic, it's going to take the thinking out of them and we'll just do them, right? So that's one of the benefits of building and creating habits. Habits become easier to do than not to do. And we can recognize this in good and bad habits, right? So if we've got a good habit, so my habit that I've done forever, um, since I was about 18, I went to a homeopath and she told me that I needed to drink water as soon as I woke up. And so I did it because that was the prescription I was given and it's become such a habit that I've done it ever since. So for 30 years, it seems it seems ludicrous, but for 30 years, every morning when I get up, after I've gone to the toilet, the first thing I do is pour a glass of water and drink it, okay? I It becomes easier to do than not to do. That is the second benefit of healthy habits. When we're making those choices, um, and they've become automatic, when we don't do them, we kind of feel a little bit off, right? It just makes more sense to do it. It can be a bit more tricky with bad habits because they can become automatic as well. And so, you know, we can find ourselves reaching for um, our phones, for example, without even thinking about it because it's become so programmed that we find ourselves scrolling on Facebook and we're like, how the hell did that happen? That is proof that habits can become automatic, whether they're good or bad. Okay. Another benefit of habits is those one percenters do add up. And if you've read James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, he uses the example of a sports team, the British cycling team who took on a new coach after I don't know how many years of being with a certain coach. And this coach just made 1% improvements. They made sure there was no dust in their bikes before they rode. And they did a whole bunch of really small things over time and they ended up winning. 
I think, the Tour de France. So his example was that, <clears throat> yes, we might do something really extreme like a challenge um, or a fast weight loss program. But in fact, those one percenters, if you did just um, do those, it might take you a little bit longer to get to the result, but you can still get to the result. And those one percenters do add up. So they're some of the things that I absolutely love about the benefits of habits. It can be tricky because we have this, we can have this all or, enough men, all or nothing mentality. And so we can kind of go, oh, that 1% doesn't seem like it's enough. I should, should be doing more. Should is a dirty word. Should be doing more. But in fact, doing it at all is better than not doing it. And Darren, um, in our interview last week, if you didn't catch that, check it out. Talked about a client who is better off exercising once a week because over 12 months, that's 50 time, 52 times that they've exercised when they might not be exercising. So that example of those one percenters adding up is super important. It can be difficult to get our heads around, as I said, but if we can get our head around that and change our mindset about what's important, then we are heading in the right direction. Now, what I've found is that kicking bad habits doesn't really show up as much in a lot of these um, habit books as you would expect, okay? It's all about how do we create or, or design or build new habits. We don't necessarily talk about giving up bad habits. Now, different things work for different people in this scenario. And one of the things that BJ Fogg recommends is reframing. And James Clear talks about it as well. He talks about what kind of person do I want to be? And rather than thinking about giving up chocolate or being good with our food or um, thinking about that the thing that makes us feel bad about what we're doing because it's a bad habit or an unfavorable behavior. We think about what are the opposite things and then we start to do them because the opposite things will automatically become the things that, that are more prevalent and the theory goes that the less favorable things will naturally start to fall away. So what kind of person do I want to be? James Clear uses an example of a woman who wanted to lose weight. So what she did was she thought about what a person who was the size that she wanted to be, what would the choices be that they would make? So she was looking at the person she wanted to be rather than the things that she needed to do. For example, she went to a restaurant and she asked herself, what would the person who weighs the weight that I want to be choose on the menu? So you have to be conscious when you are trying to develop new habits. You certainly can't just think that it's a magic pill. It takes work. But once they're installed, once they're in the right spot, they 
take, take out the thinking for a lot of things. Another thing we can do for bad habits is we can change our environment. So James Clear again uses the example of if he has a six pack of beer in the fridge and it's at the front of the fridge, he's much more likely to see the six pack of beer after dinner and grab a beer and have it. However, if he sticks the six pack of beer at the back of the fridge behind the other stuff, behind the food, he doesn't see it and so he's much more less he's much less likely to choose the beer that night. He doesn't even think about it, okay? Different things work for different people. So this is not like the as I said it's not the magic pill. And there does need to be some exploration when it comes to building habits and getting rid of the ones that we don't like as much. If you um, heard my podcast a few weeks ago about my journey with giving up or abstaining, let's say abstaining from alcohol. I still haven't committed to giving it up completely, even though it's been six months or so, maybe even closer to seven now. Yes, we need exploration and we need to figure out what works for us. So you need to be open-minded. It's not useful to feel guilty or bad if the things that you try don't work. It just means that you've got to try a different way. Anyway, I digress. That is pretty much all I've got to say about habits today. Um, As I said, it's one of the things, it's like the main thing, not one of the things, it's the main thing that I teach in my membership Create And the main thing that I encourage people to focus on more, because reality is we are busy. We're short on time. And I have experienced this firsthand right now in the last week or so as my work life has increased. I've still got my commitments to my family I recognize that it would be really easy for my good habits to fall away. I'm aware of it, so I'm making sure that I keep finding the time. But I also understand what a challenge it can be for us when we are busy, when we do have so much going on to maintain those habits. So I wanted to share that those insights with you today. If you want to see more about creating healthy habits. I have a pack of create healthy habits cards. Now, every day from Monday to Friday on Instagram, I post a very short video on how you can use the cards and it gives you an idea for a healthy habit for the day. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, check it out. It uh, my handle is create underscore health and lifestyle, all lowercase, create underscore health and lifestyle. You'll get some weekly tips. If you follow them, those one percenters are going to do you good. And uh, that's all I've got for you today. Have a great day and thank you for listening. I'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now.